It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. This is Kent Sterling, and normally this time of day, I'm talking about sports. Sports, nothing but sports. Today's a little bit different. I want to talk about radio. I heard a podcast a little bit earlier today, and I disagreed with almost everything that was said about radio. And so I I want to give my two cents and tell you why I think radio is special and what I think about radio is special. Growing up in Chicago, listening to Cubs games on WGN, a picture was painted of Wrigley Field and what was going on as the Cubs played the Mets or the Phillies or the Cardinals or whomever, right? And then musically, you listen to WLS or Super CFL. When I moved to New Albany, right across the river from Louisville, we listened to LRS 102. The music was fantastic. In high school, got a chance to work for the high school radio station, WNAS. And from there, all I really ever wanted to do was work in radio. Right, Radio is incredibly fun, and there are things about radio that make it special. So when I went to work at WGN in Chicago, the station I grew up listening to Cubs games, you know, how special was that? And then working at WMAQ on 670 AM, a great news-gathering operation. Then came down here to Indianapolis and worked at WIBC, 1070 The Fan, where I was the program director at both. Worked at 101 ESPN in St. Louis as the program director, came back here and hosted Afternoon Drive and became the program director of CBS Sports 1430. I love radio because radio is different every day. Radio has the opportunity to surprise and dazzle every single time a microphone's open. And I know I haven't worked in music radio, but I love music radio too when it's done correctly. Talk radio, that's my business. That's what I know, and so I want to talk to you today about what makes talk radio and, as an extension, music radio really, really, really special, and I think there are five traits that radio has that make it very, very special. Let me review those with you. Number five, quick access to high-quality guests. When something happens, all right, there's a world event 
something happens here. Let's talk about the coronavirus, right? We've got COVID-19 and people are in lockdown. People are there, stay-at-home orders and all that stuff. And we want to know what in the world's going on. And there have become two people who've, who've become really important as spokespersons for what's going on. They're both epidemiologists. One is Dr. Tony Fauci and one is Dr. Deborah Burks. And they both appear periodically with Donald Trump during his uh, press briefings that occur almost every day, right? If you can get either of their phone numbers, all you have to do is dial it and put them on the radio. That's how easy it is. When you, when you want to get a guest on TV, getting a guest on TV becomes complicated, right? When I go on Fox 59 to talk about sports, I get a note the night before from Phil Nardiello, who's a sports producer at Fox 59, and he says, hey, would you mind coming on with Chris or Dave tomorrow, talk about the Colts draft or whatever we're going to talk about? I say, sure, because I don't say no. I love going on. I like Phil. I like Chris. I like Dave. It's a great place. It's a lot of fun for me. So we've got to show up, I've got to show up, I've got to dress up and drive over and then we sit and we do the thing for seven, eight minutes, whatever, and then it's all done and then either we do it live or it's taped and they play it later. But whatever, they've got lights, they've got cameras, they've got all this stuff with radio, all you need is a phone, which every radio station has got, and then you need the phone number of the person you want to talk to. If you've got both those things, you can hook it up, and all of a sudden, having that guest who's got all the answers that you want, from a sports perspective, you want Chris Ballard on, you got to go through the Colts. But if you get a good relationship, or a good enough relationship with Chris Ballard, all you have to do is dial one three one seven, and then whatever his number is, hello, this is Chris. Chris, you got a minute? Yeah, sure. It's that easy. Nobody has to dress. Nobody has to drive anywhere. All you have to do is pick up the phone and talk. It's wonderful. When I do late night hits, right, uh, or afternoon hits at radio stations across the country, all they have to do is call me. You ready to go on? Yeah. And then we talk for 12 minutes, and it's over, and it's fun, and I can do it in the nude. I can do it dressed in a tuxedo. I can wear a top hat. It doesn't matter what I wear. It doesn't matter where I am as long as I've got my phone. Access to guests is a critical point of differentiation between radio and almost all other media. Number four, it shares a personality. Radio is a one-on-one medium, unlike TV, unlike print, unlike anything else. This is somewhat similar. Podcasting is a little bit similar because I'm talking and then you hear Right When I was doing afternoons on CBS Sports 1430, I spoke into a microphone, and simultaneous to that, all across the city, hopefully, people in their cars, they heard what I was saying. And for that three hours, it was just me, right, and guests, but it's me and my perspective, and the people who are listening are evaluating my personality in a deeper way than occurs with print or with television. Television, we all understand somehow or another that a bunch of people are watching and that, let's say, Chris Whitlick on CBS uh, 4, he's not really talking to me. He's talking to the camera, and then the camera perceives the image and conveys the image. Somehow it winds up in my TV in my living room, but I know that Chris Whitlick is not in my living room. When you listen to somebody on the radio, it's a one-on-one communication. 
and it's very personal. And so when people share their personality, when they are authentic in sharing their personality, we feel like we get to know them. When we're listening, we get to know the hosts at a level that they would probably be uncomfortable with if they understood what that relationship was. When I was on the radio, I'd tell stories periodically about my personal life. Not a lot. You lead every segment with something sports-related, but if you divert a little bit, if you take an off-ramp into some kind of personal story, that's okay, sharing your personality and sharing who you are. But once you do that, then those the people who are listening, they've got those stories. And so if I went to Wolfie's at Geist with my wife on a Friday night and we're having dinner, maybe a couple of drinks, and we're going to listen to a band... Somebody comes up and goes, hey, when you and your friends, you know, blah, 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 and tell a story back to me, I would freak out. But that's the way it is, right? When Dan Dockich on 1070 The Fan, when he talks to you, when he tells stories to you, you feel like you get to know him and you decide, I like this person, I don't like this person. Radio is big in that way, in that likable people wind up doing very, very well, and people who aren't liked, you know what, they do just as well because they're pushing a button and people enjoy having their buttons pushed, right? If you don't like Dan, if you don't like something that Dan says or you think that he was unfair to a caller, that's called engagement, and there's nothing wrong with engagement. What is bad is if if somebody hosts a segment and at the end of the segment, they, they look at each other or, or, you know, they're looking around. They're like, what, what the hell was that? I don't remember a single word that that guy said. And there are people who host radio shows like that. Those people aren't making any connection at all. You've got to be real. And if you're real, it's a terrific one-on-one medium where your personality as a host is absolutely pivotal to the success of the show as it's being shared. Number three. You connect a community, and you speak for the community, right? So during these times, during the coronavirus stuff, and we've got the stay-at-home order, and not so many people are working, and we're sitting at home, this is really difficult for a lot of people. What can they do? They can tune into 1070 The Fan or WIBC, and they feel connected to their community. They feel like they're a part of something. In Chicago, you listen to WGN. You listen to, you know, WBBM. You listen to uh, 670 The Score, right? AM 1000, WLS on 890. You listen to those stations and you feel a connectedness to your community. People call in, they, and so you hear their stories what they're doing, what they're dealing with. Maybe you feel compelled to engage in the conversation yourself. It connects a community. As you drive around the country, a great way to learn about a city is to listen to its radio stations. You get a really solid idea of what that city is and what's important to it by listening to its radio stations as long as it's not one of these hyper-homogenized outlets for one of the big giant companies you got two big giant companies, an iHeart and Cumulus, where there have been a lot of efficiencies that have been enacted. So you might not be listening to somebody in that city at that moment, right? If you listen to 1260 today, there's nothing local on it. If you listen to 1430, there's nothing local on it. Radio at its best is local. Radio is about who I am, 
right? I'm in Indianapolis. I want to hear a radio station that's about Indianapolis. That's what I want. It's hosted by and for Hoosiers. I don't want to listen to Jim Rome. Now, some people do. But I want that connectivity with the city. That's very important to me. Number two, you get to be informed in real time. With television, television has to scramble technically to bring real-time coverage to huge uh, news events. Radio doesn't. If you've got somebody with eyes on it and a smartphone, you've got somebody who can call into the radio station and tell you what's going on. And, and I'll give you a great example is severe weather. All right? Severe weather, when that happens in central Indiana, people tune to WIBC. And callers call WIBC and they say, hey, we got quarter size hail in Plainfield, and I don't know whether that's a funnel cloud or not. So the host, they can get somebody from the National Weather Service on or Brian Wilkes or Chuck Lofton or somebody and say, hey, we've got a report of this. And you, in real time, find out exactly what's happening in a way that's just impossible with television. Again, it's the phone. You, you can put phone calls on the air. So when you've got some kind of a crisis or emergency, instead of worrying about getting a camera and a reporter with an uplink down someplace, down to, you know, Plainfield, you can talk to somebody on the phone and say, hey, you know, what's going on? And they will tell you what's going on. Real-time information. Radio is about now. And when radio, when, when you get a now report on the radio, it, there's an urgency to it that is just really, really hard to describe. And it's very hard for, um, for television to replicate. And it's, obviously, it's absolutely impossible for print to replicate. Number one, radio can surprise us, right? Radio, radio is one of those businesses where, when, where there's emotion, and it captures the emotion of a moment. And I remember being at WIBC. This is a bad example because the host was an idiot. But there was a guy named Bob Quessel on WIBC. And, and so Quessel's show was a mishmash of weirdness because Quessel was a weird guy who didn't really work very hard. Hard work's really important in radio. You can get away with not working hard for a bit, but not for long. Bob didn't work hard. But we tried to work around him to create the best radio that we could over the top of the host, which wasn't always easy. So anyway, there's a missing child report. It was in the newspaper. It was in the Indianapolis Star. And, and so we got the name of the mom. We looked the name, found the address right in the, the phone book or crisscross guide. This is before, you know, rampant use of the uh, Internet. This is a while ago. It's like 20 years ago. And uh, so found the house, but they didn't have a phone. So I went there with a cell phone, called, and I got there as, at the same time as the sheriff. Sheriff's walking up to the door. I called the studio. I said, put me on. They put me on right away, and I'm talking. I held the phone up to the sheriff's mouth. I had no idea whether the kid had been found dead, alive, in some state of disrepair. We had absolutely no idea. But right before I went on, the, sheriff, the sheriff's deputy gave me a thumbs up. So I knew that the kid was okay and that we weren't going to air a mom hearing for the first time that their kid had passed away. Held the phone up to the sheriff's mouth. He gave the great news that the kid was fine, found in a boxcar, like on a freight train up in West Lafayette. 
And as he told the mom, the whole house of people who had gathered to figure out what had happened to this kid, they all cheered. I put the mom on right away. She started to cry, and it was beautiful radio. That can happen in radio. It, it rarely happens in any other medium. doesn't happen in TV. Very rarely do you get a real-time moment conveying tremendous emotion. But in radio, you do. In radio, if you've got a host who knows what he or she is doing and something either terrible or wonderful happens in the world and they find out via Twitter or, or via you know, ESPN, this is sports, of course, or a, you know, a news website, maybe the Indianapolis Star figures something out and you're monitoring their Twitter feed and boom, there it is. All of a sudden, you can hear a guy like Dan or John or Jeff or Joe Tony Katz, another one, uh, Hammer and Nigel as well, the chicks, they, oh, geez, did you see this? And all of a sudden, there's that sense of anticipation, right? Oh, what, what, what happened? And then they tell us what happened. And we don't know exactly what that's going to be. It surprises us. Or a caller. You take some calls at 239-1070, right, or, or whatever, and uh, all of a sudden the caller says something either outrageous or moving. You never. That's why callers make okay radio. I didn't take any calls on 1430 because I wanted to be different. John and Jake and Derek, they already took a bunch of calls. I, I, we don't need calls because they already do that and they do it great. And you know what? 99% of the time, callers say something that either I already knew or absolutely disagree with. And how much fun is that going to be? But every once in a while, you can get a call that stuns you and surprises you. It's kind of like a jukebox. Or when you hit shuffle, right? On your iPhone playing, playing music, you hit shuffle. You don't know what's going to come up. Ooh, I like that song. Radio does that great. And radio, music radio, does that great too. You know, you're listening to a music station and all of a sudden you hear that and you're like, Sweet Home Alabama. I love Sweet Home Alabama. What a nice surprise, right? Although it's not so much of a surprise to hear that on radio stations because they play it about every 20 minutes. But it's still, it's nice. That's why listening to music radio is fun because you don't know exactly what's coming up. And so it's going to surprise you. What I don't like with music radio is when they say, hey, coming up next, we're going to hear from Eddie Money, from Foghat, from REO Speedwagon. Uh, I don't want to hear from Foghat, Eddie Money, or REO Speedwagon. And telling me that that is what I'm going to hear, it dims the surprise, and it pushes me to another radio station where at least I'm going to be surprised. At least I have hope that I'm going to enjoy a piece of music that's going to be played. That's what makes radio great. What makes radio great is the sharing and the surprise and the immediacy. That's great radio. The locality, all of those things are great. And, and if you can check all of those boxes, you can be a great radio station as long as you're authentic and relevant and fun and innovative. If you check all of those boxes. Radio can also do a lot of other stuff. You can raise money. With radio, we, we had the WIBC Radiothon to benefit the Salvation Army of Central Indiana for a long time, and they still have it there. And we started it back in the mid-90s, and it's raised over $4 million, and it's a great source of pride to us all. But that's not what makes radio great. That's what makes radio helpful in the community. That's not the greatness of radio. These, these uh, fundraisers 
or, or radiothons to benefit victims of, you know, the coronavirus or whatever. That's not the greatness of radio. The greatness of radio is in the hard work that goes into preparing a terrific broadcast. That's the greatness of radio, the connectivity, the surprising, the personality. That's the greatness of radio. And as long as radio sticks to that, and as long as radio continues to invest in local talent and exposing local talent to local listeners, you're going to have a chance for that connection, and you're going to have a chance for this medium to continue to prosper. If you keep trying to whittle away at expenses and employ national guys or national women to broadcast and to convey thoughts, what you're going to have, you're going to homogenize this thing down to the point where nobody wants to be a part of it, either as a listener or as a host. And what a shame that would be. Radio can be and is very special when executed correctly. And it's not that hard. Not that hard at all. All you've got to do is suck it up and spend a little bit of money and trust that people you hire are going to be able to get the job done. And that's really the nut of it with radio, and that's why we love it. We grew up listening to it at night, hoping that the next song they were going to play was going to be our favorite song. Rarely was it, but every once in a while it was, and we were thrilled. People talk to us about what's going on in our hometown, whether it's sports or news, and we love it. We love being connected to those people who live in our neighborhoods, or those people who are, my uncle, my uncle Bob lived in Chicago, and right at the end of the time I lived in, in Chicago, Danny Bonaducci used to have me on his radio show on, on uh, uh, AM1000, the loop AM1000. And going on overnights with Danny Bonaducci was unbelievable, but it was it like, my uncle was like, my God, that's my nephew on the radio with Danny Bonaducci. And, and it was hilarious to me that my uncle... My uncle was born in 1917, right? So he was well into his 70s at this point. And he's listening to AM1000 because he felt connected to Danny Bonaducci. And I found that hilarious. Anyway, radio is a great medium when executed correctly with the correct priorities. And hopefully companies like Emmis continue to prosper and continue to do that job at the highest level. And if they do, we're all going to benefit for it. Tomorrow, we're back to sports, I promise. But I wanted to talk about radio today because I think it's really important that radio gets it right. It's a different medium, and if this medium goes away, it's going to be tragic. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.